It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Bill Rossetti coming back at you after a busy holiday week, I must say. Uh, like I said, I wasn't able to do anything on Friday due to my quote-unquote normal job, I guess we'll say, which... Certainly dealt with a lot of Black Friday shopping and a little bit on Thanksgiving as well. So things were uh, pretty hectic over the last couple days, but we survived the rush. We're back here and we're getting ready for Sunday's game against the Seattle Seahawks, which we've discussed on many occasions at this point that this game has a lot of playoff implications. Uh, We'll dive a little bit more into that too, especially now that the Thanksgiving games are in the books, which also had a little bit of playoff meaning including of course two nfc south teams first of all hope you guys had a wonderful thanksgiving uh spent with loved ones or if you had to work hopefully you guys had a good day of work as i was one of those people who had to work again retail is a uh, a very fun gig when it comes to this time of year but nonetheless however you spent your thanksgiving i hope you had a good one and if you went out black friday shopping hope that went well hope you got Everything you wanted on a on great deals, and you saved save yourself some money, and you uh, have at least a lot less Christmas shopping to do. As we are now in Small Business Saturday, and remember, guys, it's not just Black Friday. Go go support your small businesses today as well for Small Business Saturday, and then of course Monday is Cyber Monday, uh, including hey. Loki, uh, one of the great sponsors of the pod, they've been sponsoring us for a bit now. Might as well just give them a shout out now. Uh, perfect time with Cyber Monday. Remember, uh, go check out their game day collection. You got all the all the great te- all all the teams, all, pretty much all the leagues. So what really whatever team you want to look for, pro or college, Lokea has it on their game day collection. It's l o k a i dot com promo code Panthers twenty five to get 25% off their entire game day collection. So shout out to them. And we'll jump into it. We'll, you know, it's, it's almost like a regular Friday show. It just happens to be coming up on a Saturday. It's uh, We'll discuss, of course, the injury report. And being on a Saturday, we can now talk about the full injury report for the Seahawks and Panthers, who is in and who is out. We'll talk about the Thursday games a little bit. And again, how it impacts the NFC playoff picture and specifically tomorrow's game for the Panthers, how it can affect the playoff picture. And as always, go to my bookie to make the week 12 pick. So we'll start with the injury report, starting, of course, with the Panthers and uh, looking at the injury report since we didn't really touch on it yet this week. So Wednesday... Uh, a few a few players listed as not participating. A uh, couple, given their Veterans Days, as, as it were, or Veterans Rest Days, we should say. You know, guys like Mike Adams, Ryan Khalil, Greg Olson, Julius Peppers, essentially getting days off, getting the day off because then they were all back in practice on Thursday. 
Uh, but Mario Addison was listed with a shoulder injury. James Bradbury with a shoulder. Devin Funches with a back injury. And Shaq Thompson with a shoulder. Now, Addison, Bradbury, uh, Thompson, they were all full participants on Thursday. So it might have just been kind of a rest day for, for them as well. But they were all good to go. Uh, while Cam Newton and Torrey Smith were limited. So it's good to see Torrey Smith back on the practice field. He'd been out for the last few weeks. He's back in a limited fact. In fact, he was listed as a limited participant all week with that knee injury. So at least he's been practicing a little bit uh, this week. So he's listed as questionable for tomorrow's game. And then uh, Cam Newton was limited Wednesday and Thursday. But he was a full participant on Friday. Julius Peppers, though, was actually limited on Friday. Not injury-related, though. So uh, really no reason to worry about him. The only players that really had any kind of uh, injury worry, uh, Marshall Newhouse, the offensive tackle, actually did not participate in practice on Thursday due to an illness. But he was back as a full participant on Friday. So likely just a quick little bug they had to deal with. He was back out there Friday. But Devin Funches did not practice at all this week. That back injury actually held him out all three days. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. He's not out, though. They, they have not ruled him out. But he is listed as doubtful and... Nine times out of ten, when we see a player listed as doubtful, it usually means he will not play. So, uh, likely erring on the side of caution here. So, don't. I, I would say don't hold your breath on, on Funchess. He likely will not play. It, it just means players like DJ Moore and Jairus Wright are going to have to step up more. Curtis Samuel might see a little bit more of an expanded role. So, you're not a major blow, but... It, it certainly means they're not going to have, or they're likely not going to have their big-bodied target uh, against that Seahawks secondary. And as we turn our attention now to the Seahawks and their practice reports, um, actually looking at their practice report, it's not really a, a full report on this one page I'm looking at. So we'll actually try to look up the the full report elsewhere if we. If we can, in fact, here's a post from Field Goals on the injury report heading into Car heading into the Carolina game. So, uh, interesting note here. Actually, the first thing that stands out is Doug Baldwin, who is a who looks to be a game time decision for the Seahawks. So, uh, just like the Panthers, certainly are. Uh, Panthers would be hurting or hurting a little bit without Devin Funchess. Not having Doug Baldwin would certainly not be good as well for the Seahawks. We know he's uh, really arguably the best receiver, or not arguably. I'm kind of tripping over my own words. I'm sorry, but you know he is their their best receiver. So uh, if they don't have Doug Baldwin, that's going to slow up the injury. That's going to slow up. The Seahawks offense. He's officially listed as questionable with a groin injury, and then KJ Wright is out for the Seahawks. 
because uh, actually the only day, at least, you know, in, in terms of the injury reports they post on the NFL communications, uh, Wednesday's the only day that they actually have, like, I guess a full injury report because then Seattle did not practice on Thursday, so it's a rough estimation, and then they don't have a complete report for Friday. But at least in terms of Wednesday, Doug Baldwin was out, cornerback Justin Coleman was out, uh, but not injury-related, so maybe just a rest day as well. Uh, Deion Jordan with a knee injury, and then, of course, K.J. Wright, who, again, also did not protect, or at least estimated the day out of practice. So, the, so two big names there, really, obviously, as far as uh, injury reports. In fact, looking at the Seahawks page, so, again, it, it kind of confirms that Doug Baldwin did not practice at all this week. Um and then K.J. Wright, of course, did not practice. He is out. But everybody else looks like they're good to go. Justin Coleman, again, didn't practice Wednesday, but not injury-related. He was full Thursday and Friday. Running back Mike Davis was limited on Wednesday. Full practice Thursday and Friday. D.J. Fluker, the offensive lineman, limited with a knee Wednesday. Limited Thursday, but full go on Friday. Delano Hill, the strong safety, dealing with a quadriceps injury. Limited third, limited Wednesday, full go the rest of the way. Deion Jordan actually was a full go Thursday and Friday, again, after not, partic- not practicing Wednesday. Bradley McDougal, the free safety with a knee injury, limited practice Wednesday, full go Thursday and Friday. And then Shamar Steven, the defensive tackle with a foot injury, limited on Wednesday, but full go Thursday and Friday. So... In, in total, a couple big names from both sides. So, again, Devin Funch is doubtful for tomorrow. Doug Baldwin questionable. KJ Wright out for what will be a big game with big playoff implications. And we will take a quick break, and we will talk about those playoff implications, talk about the NFC playoff picture, including, of course, the results of Thursday's Thanksgiving Day games. But before we get into that, I want to give a shout out to actually one of the newest sponsors here at the Locked On Podcast Network, Action Heat. This episode is sponsored by Action Heat. Action Heat makes the world's best battery heated clothing, and that's perfect here with winter coming. Heat on demand at the touch of a button. Control your environment with Action Heat. Action Heat Clothing is engineered to safely and efficiently deliver heat via heating panels similar to a heated car seat. They can reach temperatures of up to 135 degrees and are powered by a rechargeable 5-volt lithium-iron battery that lasts up to 12 hours on each charge. Action Heat batteries can also be used to recharge your phone or any other gadget while you're wearing them. They're perfect for any friend or family on your holiday gift list and great for anyone who works outdoors, skiers, snowboarders, or anybody that loves the outdoors or just hates being cold. Action Heat Clothing provides toasty warmth and comfort for your whole body, including heated jackets, socks, gloves, hats, and even undergarments like heated base layers, shirts, and long johns. You can stay warm and cozy from head to toe with Action Heat. Action Heat is available in men's and women's and has great new styles and models just released for this winter season. 
So, make winter activities more enjoyable with a blast of warmth. Action Heat is the perfect solution to keep you toasty and warm, even in the most frigid weather. And up here in the north, we're getting to that point as well. So, if you guys have friends up north, this is perfect for you guys right now. So, we've got a special deal for you listeners out there where you could save 20% off your entire order. All you have to do is go to actionheat.com slash Locked on. That's A C T I O N H E A T. Actionheat.com slash locked on to check out everything that Action Heat has to offer. So that's actionheat.com slash locked on. Use the promo code locked on at the checkout to save 20%. Stay toasty warm while you enjoy all your outdoor activities this winter with Action Heat. And thanks so much for them being a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And a quick shout-out, too, as well, to one of our other buddies over at BlueChew.com. Hey, guys, remember, uh, we know what it's like to have that – or not have that confidence in bed. Some, unfortunately, don't have that confidence in bed. But with BlueChew.com, you can get that confidence back when you need it most, and we know when we are talking about Increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed with BlueChew.com, which brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. Take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready to go whenever that opportunity arises. BlueChew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since they prepare and ship direct, they're even cheaper than a pharmacy. So right now, go to BlueChew.com, get your first shipment free with the promo code Locked On. All you have to do is pay the $5 in shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com, promo code Locked On to try it for free. BlueChew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them as well for sponsoring the network. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So as we talk Seahawks-Panthers, in particular the playoff implications. Well, first let's kind of backtrack and let's talk quick about the uh Real quick, of course, the Thanksgiving Day games that went down. It started in the NFC North in Detroit, where the Bears continue to roll. They are now 8-3 and three after a 23-16 win over the Lions. They're now three up in the win column on the NFC North. So the Bears really in control. I mean, they're only one ahead of the, in the loss column of the Vikings, but... That win last week was huge, but they're starting to get in big, in real control of the NFC North and starting to get to the point where the Panthers may not really have to contend with the Bears. Uh, but, you know, just the fact of the matter that the Bears are just having a tremendous season, 
The Lions are just about out of it now at 4-7. and seven. Uh, But the second game had big division and wildcard implications as Dallas took over first place in the NFC East, beating the Redskins 31-23. So the first time in a few weeks that the that someone other than the Redskins are leading the NFC East. And, of course, the Cowboys are only 6-5 and five at the moment. And, by the way, they, of course, play the Saints next week, so they very well can drop right back to 500 at 6-6. Six and six. Redskins also 6-5, and five, but remember, the Redskins own the head-to-head over the Panthers. So, actually, that makes this game a little more intriguing or a little more important for the Panthers, which we'll get into in a minute. But the Redskins right now on the outside looking in at 6-5. and five. And then the nightcap was the Saints making it 10 straight victories with a 31-17 win over the Falcons, who have now lost three straight uh, after what was starting to look like they were turning their season around. Getting back to four and four, now they've lost four straight or three straight again. Just like the Lions, they are likely just about out of it at four and seven. So it's making last week's loss to the Lions more more of a sting because it could have gave the Panthers a little bit of breathing room in the in the wild card standings because now. If Seattle were to win this game, that puts the Panthers behind the eight ball a little bit, whether or not the Vikings beat the Packers. Obviously, even more behind the eight ball if the Vikings win. But even if they lose, that would create a three-way tie in the wild card standings between the Redskins, Seahawks, and Panthers at 6-5. and And the Panthers would be out on head-to-head sweep because they have lost to both the Redskins and the Seahawks. The Redskins, of course, would have the tiebreaker over the Seahawks on conference record. But the Panthers, at the at this point, could go from being the uh, fifth seed in the NFC to out of the playoffs if they lose this one. Now, of course, if they win, that keeps them a game ahead of the Redskins, and it will push the Seahawks to two back, and the Panthers would have the head-to-head on the Seahawks. So really, and then ideally, Minnesota would lose to Green Bay to put them both at 5-5-1, five, five, and one, which would put Carolina a game and a half ahead of the Packers and Vikings as far as the first team's out of the playoffs. So that's the ideal scenario right now, at least for week 12, is that the Panthers beat the Seahawks and the Packers beat the Vikings. As it would put the Panthers at 7-4, Redskins at 6-5, and and then the Packers and Vikings both at 5-5-1. But again, we talked about how this almost became a must-win for the Panthers, and now with Dallas beating Washington to put both teams at 6-5, it's even more so... Because, like, like I said, a Seattle win over Carolina would knock Carolina right out of the top six. So, big opportunity. But again, the what's going for the Panthers right now is the fact that they are 
five and zero at this point at home. So that is certainly gonna, that certainly could play a factor. The fact that it's Seattle, you know, something Grant mentioned on the on the crossover pod too. It's Seattle traveling all the way across country for a 1 p.m. Eastern start. So for fans back home, that's 10 o'clock in the morning. And we've seen West Coast teams struggle at times playing a 1 p.m. Eastern Eastern time zone game. So will, will that play a factor for the Seahawks? Will that hinder them a bit? We'll see. But again, that's just kind of where we stand right now in terms of the important points in the playoff picture. Because at this point, I think we can almost... I think the Panthers can almost kiss the division goodbye. You know, the Pan- the Saints already now at 10 wins. The way the Panthers have been kind of going back and forth, you know, between dominating at home versus struggling on the road, uh, it could be a bit of a struggle to get to 10 wins. Now, granted, the next two road games are both winnable against Tampa Bay and Cleveland, and they would almost have to win those games to even have a shot but again obviously at this point it really comes down to the Panthers having to take both games against the Saints if they're going to win this division otherwise they're likely starting on the road likely against either the NFC North or the NFC East champion because I think we can say it's almost a foregone conclusion assuming things hold the way they are that the Saints and the Rams are going to have the first round buys. So Carolina, again, obviously a lot can happen. Panthers can get hot and the the Saints can stumble a bit. But the way it's likely looking, it's going to be the Panthers playing at either Chicago or one of the NFC East teams, whether it's the Cowboys, whether it's the Redskins, whether it's the Eagles, since the Eagles aren't really out of it either, uh, at four and four and six. But that's kind of where where things stand right now in the NFC. Uh, so we'll take a quick break, come back, and we will go over to my bookie, and we are making our Week Twelve picks, and of course my bookie. As always, one of the great sponsors here at the Locked On Podcast Network. Remember, they have all the great player perks you want from a uh, sportsbook website. They've, they've got great player perks, uh, over-unders on fantasy points scored, live in-game betting, just a lot of lot of stuff to do in all kinds of sports. So a lot of, a lot of great things to do with MyBookie. And again, if you sign up now with MyBookie, and use the promo code locked on. They will match your deposit dollar for dollar up to a thousand dollars. But remember, my bookie wants to give you the best service possible. So if you're willing to wait until after 7 p.m. Eastern time to make your first deposit, they'll give you an additional $25 in free play on deposits of over $100 by using the promo code locked on 25. So again, locked on. Gets you your deposit matched up to $1,000, but after 7 p.m., you get that extra $25 on deposits of over $100 with the promo code LOCKEDON25. My bookie, you play, you win, you get paid. 
If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And with that, we will run through the games now for Week 12. We'll start in Buffalo, where the Jaguars are three-point favorite against the Bills. Uh, it's the playoff rematch, actually. It's <laughs> it, it almost takes you a second to realize with how poor these two teams have playing or, ha- or have been playing this season. It takes you a, a second to, re- to realize that this was a wild card matchup last year. You know, we, we know the Jaguars, of course, made it to the AFC Championship and are very disappointing this year. But in case you guys forgot, the Buffalo Bills made the playoffs last year as well at nine and seven before they played to that epic 10-3 showdown in the wildcard game in Jacksonville. This time it's in Buffalo. Uh, but I will go ahead. You know, maybe Matt Barkley has something. Who knows? He played well in his first game with the Bills. Maybe it's a little bit of a spark. I'll go ahead and uh, I'll take the Bills at home, and obviously against the uh, obviously against the spread because they are the underdogs here. We go to Baltimore, where the Ravens are a ten and a half point favorite against the Oakland Raiders. Uh, Lamar Jackson is going to get the start again. So maybe he'll run wild on the Raiders like he did against the Bengals. So I'll, I'll go ahead and send the, say the Ravens can can cover that spread, win by at least 11. The Raiders look like they're, you know, they, they did did beat the Cardinals last week. But overall, you know, it, it would be funny, though, if they win a couple games and kind of uh, screw over John Gruden's chances of getting the number one pick. But I'll take the Ravens here with the points. 49ers at the Buccaneers. Buccaneers are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, another another scenario where it's a, a West Coast team traveling to an East Coast team with a 1 p.m. start. Uh, but, you know, I, I feel like the 49ers offense could, could hold their own here against a poor Buccaneers defense. I'm going to go ahead... And pick the 49ers here in a bit of a minor upset. Giants at the Eagles. Eagles are minus six. Giants are rolling a bit. The winners of two straight. So I'll go ahead. I, I'll say the Eagles kind of turn things around a little bit here. I, I say they kind of pick up the pieces, get the win here. But I'm going to say it'll be closer than a six-point game. I think it's going to be a lot closer than the Thursday night Schlacking, if you know my my new word, I guess <laughs> uh, that the Eagles gave the Giants back in Week Six. So I'll say the Eagles win, but I'll say it's by less than six points. I think the Giants make this more of a game than some people might think. Browns are in Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. Bengals are minus two and a half. I believe there's a chance that 
AJ Green might be playing. Uh, looking quick at their at their status report, AJ Green is questionable, so there's a chance he's going to play, and obviously that'd be a big swing for the Bengals. I'll go ahead and take them at home, and with the two and a half point spread, I'll I'll go ahead and take that. That at least means a field goal a field goal victory would cover the spread. Patriots at the Jets. Patriots minus ten and a half. No Sam Darnold, so it's uh, Ryan or not Ryan Fitzpatrick. It's the Buccaneers. Um, uh, Josh McCown, sorry, for the uh, Jets. I'll take the Patriots, but eh, I could see this being a single-digit game. So I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll take the, the Patriots straight up, and I'll take the Jets uh, with the points, or the Jets against the spread here. Then we get to Seahawks-Panthers. Panthers are minus three, but I think this is going to be a close game. I, I could see this being uh, maybe a one-point game, maybe a, a field goal down two wins it, so I, I'll I'll take the Panthers to win, but I'll take the Seahawks against the spread here with the plus three. Dolphins at the Colts in what has a pretty big playoff implications over in the AFC. Two of the five and five teams tied for that final spot. Colts are minus eight, but I mean they're rolling. They've won four straight. I think Colts. I think Dolphins keep it close, though. I'll take the Colts at home, but I'll take them by less than eight. So the Dolphins against the spread here. Cardinals at the Chargers. Chargers minus 13 and a half. That's a big spread, and the Chargers are coming off a loss to the Broncos. Uh, so kind of the same thing here. I'll take the Chargers, but I will say it's closer than a two-touchdown game. So I'll take the Cardinals getting almost two touchdowns in this one. Uh, speaking of the Broncos, they are home against the Steelers. Steelers are minus three and a half, but they are rolling. I think they go into Denver and get the win here, make it seven straight. Sunday night game in the NFC North, the aforementioned Packers-Vikings game. Vikings are minus three. And I will take that spread, and I'll pick the Vikings to cover. And finally, the Monday night game in the AFC South. It is the Titans at the Texans. Texans are minus six. Titans are, are a tough team to figure out. You never know what kind of offense they are going to come up with. Uh, but I could see them hanging close in this one as well. So I'll take the Titans. Titans with the six points, but I'll take the Texans to win straight up. And there are your Week 12 picks courtesy of my bookie. And with that, that'll wrap things up for this week. Thank, thank you as always. I'm tripping over my words a little bit here. I'm sorry. Uh, but as always, really do appreciate the support. Uh, love the support and feedback from... Uh, the old followers, the new followers, and everyone in between really enjoy coming on here. You know, a couple days after Thanksgiving, I am thankful for the opportunity to come on here and talk football with you guys, talk Panthers football with you guys, because uh, Panthers football really has one of the best fan bases in the National Football League. So sh shout out to you guys, and shout out uh, to you guys for your support. 
Enjoy the rest of your weekend and enjoy all the NFL games. And as always, I like to wrap it up by giving you guys a heads up who you can look forward to as far as the commentators for the game. So, of course, it is a 1 o'clock start on Fox. But no, no Kenny Albert, Rondé Barber this time. You guys got a little bit of a break. Seattle, Carolina will actually have the number two Fox crew. As actually, this game will cover most of the most of the United States. The other games are really just more regional games, as far as the one o'clock Fox games: Giants, Eagles, Niners, Bucks, and then the late game Cardinals, Chargers. Because uh, CBS has the doubleheader this week, as Jim Nance and Tony Romo will have the Pittsburgh-Denver game. So most of the country will have Seattle, Carolina, and like I said, they'll have the number two crew of Kevin Burkhart and Charles Davis, who really is a great crew. You know, Kevin Burkhart, we know he's a fast rise. Yes, we're going to talk announcers quick here too. Kevin Burkhart, great rising announcer, and then Charles Davis, just one of the best analysts in the game. So that's who you guys have to look forward to as uh, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman have essentially already done their game. They, of course, did the Washington-Dallas game on Thanksgiving. So it's Kevin Burkhart and Charles Davis calling Seattle at Carolina, 1 p.m. on Sunday. That'll do it. Enjoy the game, and remember to follow me on Twitter at Bill underscore Setty, R-I-C-C-E-T-T-E. Have a great weekend, and we will see you Monday right here on L-O-P. Until then, take care, my friends. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.